0: different people approach how they help in different ways but whether or not you're helping in small ways or big ways having the opportunity to add to to helping others is such a gift really right when we give right it not only gives to others but it also grows us as
1: well And welcome to An Unknown Adventure. I'm your host, Kimberly Ann. Each week, I'll either be talking to you or interviewing someone about one or more of three exciting topics achieving your dreams, no matter how old, young, or infirm you are, minimalism, and unconventional travel. Thank you for being here, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to AUA Podcast number 19. Before we get to the interview, I wanted to briefly check in. I've been back at my day job for two weeks, and it's been extremely challenging for me. I have one foot out, and I don't want to be there, and yet, here I am. I'll be honest, it's causing me some depression and anxiety, even while I try to make the best of it. One of the things I use for my self-talk is suck it up, which I admit is not very loving, but since I am a workaholic, I did come by it honestly. To combat my day job irritation, I've been going out and having fun with friends, which is something I haven't really done in a year like most of you. And it's been amazing. A few days ago, I found out that my van builders are running another month behind. And altogether, this means that they're three months behind from their original finish date. It changes things for me. I'm trying to make the best of it. It's going to cost me an extra $10,000 to remain in my apartment for three more months, and it does impact my life. But again, I am fighting to remain optimistic and using up my savings. I've decided to keep the end date of May for quitting my day job and use June and July to move out of my apartment. Now, mostly I'm keeping the end date of May so that I don't go crazy, really. It's, It's a lot. It's too much. It's just too much. It's a very demanding job. I am not making my overhead from working full time. And that is it's hard. It's hard to accept. And still, it's it's good because it's another reason (laughs) for me to know that this is not what I'm supposed to be doing right now. So one of my biggest hurdles is that I'm not writing as much as I was or as much as I want to be, and that has to be okay for now. It's all about letting go, not being able to control outside circumstances, and learning to go with the flow, and that's really uncomfortable for me. So there's a lesson in this, and I'm going to learn it whether I want to or not. (laughs) And now it's time for the interview with Anita Morin, who is an expert in everything YouTube. This interview is perfect timing for me as I'm planning to move on to that platform soon. And I hope it's perfect timing for the rest of you, too. So today we're here with Anita Morin. And if you can tell us where you're located right now. Sure. Um, I live in Florida so nice, sunny Florida. And where exactly in Florida? I live in Ocala, which is central Florida. I always ask people because Florida is a really big state. Yeah, yeah. It's really big. (laughs) And so if you can tell us
0: a little bit about yourself. Sure. I am a wife, mother, and business owner. Um, I own FDS Creatives. Um, Formerly, or I still am a physician assistant, but I'm no longer working in the medical field because my business has really grown over the last year, year and a half. And I spend my days homeschooling my four-year-old, hanging out with my two-month-old and my evenings and some of my weekend, I spend uh, helping amazing business owners all over the world. And so
1: exactly what is your
0: business? So I'm a video marketing and social media strategist, so I really help business owners leverage video and content repurposing to make the most of their efforts. Um, I have some expertise in YouTube, and I help people generate evergreen lead generation through that platform, but I'm also helping people on other platforms as well really make the most of what it is they're doing. And it's grown in how long? Like a year and a half or? Um, it's grown a lot um, in the last year and a half, but I've been doing this since 2017. And you love it? I do. Mm-hmm. And do you miss being a physician's assistant at all? So I miss the opportunity to really meet with unique people um, as my patients and um, as you know, all of us have kind of been Living a different life in 2020 and seeing less people, I really enjoyed caring for people in that manner. But my priority um, in my life is to really care for my family first. And with my kids being so young at this time, um, being with them is so important, and and exactly what I want to do. I, you know, I might go back to a clinic at some point. Um, Because I love medicine, but what I have definitely seen is that um, my business allows much more opportunity for my family overall. Um, So being part of the medical field in my mind now is a service and a gift um, when I'm able to go back to it rather than a main means of what it is I want to do.
1: And it's scary right now.
0: (laughs) I would say not not so scary, and in the ways maybe some people would think so, um, because we've learned a lot in the last year, um, as to you know how to best help people and and what could be beneficial. But I think what I learned was really that. Time can pass so quickly and we can't get time back. And, and I knew that when I had my son, that's why I started my business. But just how fast time flies became much more real when I became a mother. <laughs> and just watching uh, watching how fast both of
1: my boys are growing, I, I just don't want to miss it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. And, and th- it does go faster when you have kids. Like, not that it goes faster, but it seems like it's going faster. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you have a measurement, you know, you can look at yourself in the mirror every day and you're like, I haven't changed, even if you have, because it's incremental, but your kids, you're like, whoa. <laughs> yes, yes. So what, uh, what were your dreams? Like, did you always dream of being an entrepreneur? Or is that something that happened because of the kids? yeah. So when I was in college, I actually ran
0: a YouTube channel where I partnered with different um, makeup brands to provide reviews, and that's part of how I paid for my undergraduate degree. And at the time, had you asked me, did I have a business, I wouldn't have said yes, I would have thought that was more of like a hobby, because it was something I really enjoyed doing, and sure it helped me. But this concept of having an online business while I was doing it successfully, I almost didn't know I was doing it. <laughs> and so um, when I went to get my master's, I um, shifted, you know, to fully studying and being immersed in that. And I, I did really love what I was learning. I loved the opportunity to help so many people. But what I found when I graduated is just how um, the medical field has really changed. And a lot of what it is that I had hoped to do, which is really be present in the life of my children, becomes a little bit more difficult with the way that secondary education is structured, student loans that you graduate with, and then what your starting salaries are and and what the potential is for you. The field of medicine, As a physician assistant has, you know, gives you so many opportunities. I'm so glad that that's the part I chose because it allows you to really transition. But what what I really wanted was to make sure that I got as much time with my kids as possible. And so really realizing how much of a dream that could be, um, it took me a little bit to really continue to open up to. But now, um, you know, really, I, during the beginning of the pandemic, I was actually furloughed from my job. And it was the first time I got to realize what my business could be with me not working because I had always been balancing too. And then um, as we were expecting, um, my second little boy this year um, around seven months pregnant, um, I was finding as things were changing in the medical field due to the way reimbursements happen and demand and whatnot, I found it, it was just a really good time for me to be home with my kids. So yeah, I'd say it's something that's grown. Um, I, But I have always been somebody who has been really uh, resourceful and thoughtful and thought of different ideas that I thought could have been businesses and That's always been something I've been interested in.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And have you started other businesses? Nope. Um, This is the first one that I was really excited um, to dive into, but I always wanted to help people um, more and not just sell products. And so this is why this is a really good fit for me because I'm really able to help business owners make the most of what they're doing. And it's just been an incredible opportunity to meet so many people and do so many amazing things.
1: And where are you, where are you meeting them? Like, how are you getting your clients?
0: Most of my clients are actually coming from YouTube. So I focus on search-based content. So the people who are looking for me are finding my YouTube videos, they're watching them, and then they're reaching out for help. That's the majority of where my business comes from. of course, um, networking is really important. And that would be kind of the secondary way that I'm bringing, you know, people into my business as I'm meeting people through networking and Facebook groups or on Clubhouse or
1: various places. Um, and do you use your own videos and your own channel for marketing or for getting content out, like helping people, like giving content?
0: Yeah. So um, my primary goal is to. Um, use it for lead generation. It, of course, does the second thing, which is give free information and help people um, really, you know, serve through the internet, those who um, I can. But the way I have my channel set up and the strategy that I use is to find the people who are looking for me already. They just don't know my name
1: or my business name. My videos will help them to find me. And so what exactly do you do for people? Like, is, is there a range or is it specific? Yeah. So when it comes to YouTube, I do
0: I can do everything but stand in front of the camera and know the genius that a particular person has. So that can mean helping to come up with the content, really um, developing the strategy, video editing, content repurposing. Um, and then for other people, they're not ready for that kind of big project. Um, so I do strategic business interviews where um, we spend an hour on zoom um, and then I turn that into 30 days of content for them. And, and that both of those things have really allowed me to help lots of people. Those are kind of my done for you options. Um, And then of course I have a course where I teach people some of what I do. And then I have clients who work with me just for
1: um, strategy. So with the the 30-day, like you ask them a series of questions and then you et- you, you're you editing their videos? Yes, ma'am. It's a lot of work. Actually, I've been video editing for about 14
0: years. So um, editing is really, I don't, I don't want to say easy because there are big projects, but I, ha- I have developed some skills to make it simpler as well as I enjoy that creative process of being able to find you know, from our, our conversation, what's meaningful? What's really going to position that business owner in a way that her, their audience is really going to connect with them and and want to know more? So it's kind of almost like a puzzle, and I really enjoy that that process. And what do you edit on? Depending on what the project is, I use a lot of Final Cut, but I also have used Adobe. I as And other programs as well. There's several different things that you can use depending on what it is you're trying to make. But
1: Final Cut's my go-to. I like Final Cut. I used to use it years and years and years ago. It's a good one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Where do you see your business going in the future?
0: I think that's such a great question. Really, 2020, my business grew to me much bigger than even I anticipated for the year. And so what I'm really doing this year is really trying to think of, you know, where would I like to go? I know for sure that continuing to serve business owners is something I want to do in the capacity that I'm doing it. So it's just trying to provide the best help that I can. And so I really think that the options are endless and I'm excited to see where
1: really I can go. And do you think you're like, not content, but what you offer is going to change? Like, do you see it changing, morphing? I mean, I know you can't tell the future, but
0: I feel like I found a really good kind of groove with what I'm doing. I love um, the results of this gives my clients as well as the opportunity to provide such a value to their business because um, What everyone will tell you is that, you know, content is king, they say, and you need to be on social media. But if you don't do it with efficient marketing that is done in a way that's helpful, what you find is you become almost a slave to the platform. You know, your Instagram post that you spend so much time on is only good for a couple of hours, and you have to keep filling the feed. Um, and, And so there's kind of efficient ways that I help people to do that where it's not taking all of their time. Because what will happen is if you spend all your time creating content to attract your audience, you're going to run out of the time that you need to be working on your business, spending time thinking about where do I want my business to go this year, creating the programs that you would like to have, serving the clients that you have. So we have to be proportionate about the time that we spend. And that's what I really help people do is leverage their time. Um, My full service YouTube clients are spending... I say two hours a month. It really ends up being less than that, but um, the two hours really would be an overestimation um, for them.
1: Wow. But you're doing a lot of their content for that. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're editing and are you
0: posting for them? Uh, For some of my clients, I do. It just depends on um, what kind of package they need.
1: And then your class, is that like a class that people take on their own? So um, I have a course called the YouTube
0: Growth Playbook where I help business owners who maybe are interested in using video in their business. Um, maybe they even have been putting things on YouTube or maybe not yet, but it helps to teach them some basic YouTube strategy because what will happen is if you just take you know a video, maybe you record a tournament interview and you put it up on YouTube, but it has no strategy with it, it will get no views. So YouTube will just kind of be, a place for storage and collecting dust. What I help people do is take those videos, maybe they've made because of an interview or they've used from maybe groups they've been in or trainings they've made, turn those into really billboards, essentially, that are on the internet highways as people search. So When you're able to do that strategically, right, your ideal client might already know that they're interested in the topic that you can help them with when your video is positioned to be found when they're looking, when they have a certain question related to that, or they're looking for some sort of information, then you then are able to establish like, know, and trust factor really quickly because they already know you can help them because you've helped them. So like kind of SEO-ish stuff? Yeah, so it definitely um, does take part in search engine optimization and really formatting that for YouTube. So YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. And when people are searching on YouTube, they're searching for the answer to a question or a tutorial or some sort of entertainment. So when you can really figure out what are people already typing in the search bar and where do I want to pop up? That's when really the magic happens on YouTube, because then those videos get seen by new people. Right. New people who can join your email list, work with you, know about you.
1: Yeah, it's like everything just gets lost and buried now, you know?
0: It, yeah, it can seem that way. But what I have found for, for my clients um, using the the methods that I use, they're able to get quality leads into their business. So. Um, depending on what it is that they need and how, you know, what it is they're trying to do.
1: We structure how we're approaching that. So that sounds fun. Like it sounds like you're enjoying it.
0: I do. Yeah. It makes a big difference in both the medical field and in marketing. Um, what I really wanted to, to do always was make a difference and I was able to make a difference in so many ways. And my patients, and now i am able to make a difference in so many ways for business owners
1: yeah exactly i feel like that's like my goal is like to help people that's why i'm an acupuncturist and you know my next thing you know i'm podcasting to give back to people and i write and you know so just always trying to like give back and help and add value i feel like it's actually easier than the alternative which i i don't even know what to call the alternative but like being Single-minded or trying to help yourself first, like that, just seems harder to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, I know that there different people approach how they help in different ways. But whether or not you're helping in small ways or big ways, having the opportunity to add to to helping others is such a gift. Really, right? When we give, right, it not only gives to others, but it also grows us as well. Yes, that
1: is very true. It does. Oh, I was going to ask how your partner, your husband, what was his reaction when you started your own business and, you know, the support that you got from from him? Yeah. Oh, well, my husband is the most supportive
0: um, person. Um, he has believed in me at times when I didn't believe in me. He has been somebody to encourage me to dream bigger and um, be okay to try something and it not go well. He always has a bigger, more optimistic, hopeful vision for things than I do. And so we balance each other really well. And when I was telling him, hey, you know, I think I'm going to start this business online. He was absolutely all in for it and ready. Whereas I was like, I'm nervous about this. And he's like, so you try it. And if it goes great, great. And if it doesn't, then you (laughs) tried. And I appreciate that. And and he's continued to support me, and as I have uh, you know grown and dreamed bigger. They say that they use the terminology uh, we're maybe solo entrepreneurs when you start a business by yourself, but every solo entrepreneur does so with the help of others. And my husband is for sure my biggest help, whether it be just reminding me I can do this, or listening to me, or as I'm trying to figure out you know more he's there so oh
1: that's important I mean you can't really do it without a supportive partner you know mm-hmm. well I I've never tried <laughs> so so I can't speak to that
0: experience but um I've been really grateful and I feel really uh blessed to to
1: have such an amazing husband yeah you are and what about like your family and friends
0: yeah um, you know my friends I think we're interested in looking and seeing, you know, what I do, they've been supportive and it's been good to see some of them start to dream for themselves as they've seen some of what I've accomplished. And yeah. And do you hire out for
1: for anything or do you do everything yourself?
0: I have started to get more help into my business in this last year um, and will be continuing to grow that in 2021.
1: Yeah, I think that that's, I, I don't know, I, I've always done that. So I think that that's really important or, you know, helping with time management and all that, as long as you don't have to 1099 anybody and then fill out those forms. (laughs) (laughs) And so are you like a sole proprietor? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is there stuff that I haven't asked you that you want to talk about?
0: I would just say, you know, if anybody who does listen to this is thinking of starting a business, um, I would tell you to go for it. When I learned about the online business space, I thought that I'll be totally honest, I thought it was like a scam that you know how could you just do things online and it really be beneficial for your family? But what I found is that the opportunity of online business is the best opportunity that is out there. Um, your potential for growth, your ability to create your own schedule, dream big, And really help your family and help others. The impact you can make in this world is really endless. So I really appreciated
1: it. And what steps would you tell people to take?
0: I would say first to really think about how you can uniquely help someone and then start. I think the thing I see people do so often when they're in that stage of trying to figure out what business to start or how to start is that they spend a lot of time kind of spinning their wheels and thinking of all of the different options of different businesses they could start. But the reality is if you will pick one way, you know, you can help someone for sure. You know, you can help them and you get your hands dirty. And j- dive in and try it. You're going to learn so much along the way. And it might be that you pivot and change over time. But if you will go ahead and start the the experience that you get in doing that to help you uh, continue to grow in business is better than any course you will buy and any <laughs> any coach you hire. Just the the testing, you know figuring out what works. And then the other thing I would say is just don't give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good advice.
1: Yeah, I feel like, cause I, I've been an entrepreneur uh, f- for a long time and had a, a few, <laughs> quite t- maybe too many different businesses, but I feel like the time that it took and the learning process was almost like going, you know, getting another master's degree. Like it's a lot of work.
0: Yeah, um, that's why I really encourage people to think of like how you can help someone right now. Um, and there's so many great examples of business owners who they help someone with something that is super simple to them, but is so valuable to others. And they're they're able to build a real sustainable business.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of times people if something's simple to us, we think that it's simple for everybody instead of thinking like, oh, well, we have something unique that's that we can. Yeah, that we can help other people with because it's not simple for everybody.
0: Absolutely. I think I, um, I've i really gotten to see that. A great example would be, you know, video editing or, you know, managing a YouTube channel. To me, those things have become very easy. Um, but to others, you know, I see them struggle with even turning on the camera. Um, and they're like, how do we do it? Um, and so I've really enjoyed getting to help them in such a unique way. And something that, you know, is easy to me,
1: um, whereas there's tons of things that are not easy to me where I'm so glad to have the help. It's true. Yeah, I find YouTube really overwhelming. I mean, I watch it. I I watched like three things today on YouTube, four at least, especially for help. Like if I need help doing something, I'm watching a YouTube video. Exactly.
0: So because you, right, we all know that YouTube is going to be a source of help. To be successful on YouTube, you simply need to show up with help.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think all the people I watch, all the channels I watch, they're all offering, even though it's an individualized, like, or it's from their perspective, they're still offering something. They're still offering help and showing people how they do something. It's really interesting. Yeah. And then I've also realized that I'm only making it about halfway through most of them.
0: Yeah. So even the best YouTubers, about 60% of the video is watched. Um, And so, you know, on average, there's some people who are going to find you and love every word you have to say, and they'll get to the end of your video. And they're like, I want more. And they'll binge watch your whole channel. There's other people who will come to your channel. And in the first, you know, minute, they will decide you are not for them. And that's okay, too. Um, So when I'm helping clients, we strategically, come up with how long their videos should be and watch their analytics to continue to tailor that.
1: Yeah. And I bet it's easier to watch analytics on YouTube. Like Amazon, you forget about it. You know, there's certain platforms that you're like, I don't know, you know, Instagram, I just learned that you had to have a business account to look at your analytics, you know? (laughs) There's a lot of different ways that you can look at what YouTube provides. Um, breaking
0: it down by your channel and individual videos and each video has several different things that you can look at. So I won't say it's necessarily easier for everybody. So a lot of people, when they log into YouTube studio, they're overwhelmed by what's there, but there's some, they give you a lot, which is really great information. To help you, then continue to grow your channel.
1: Yeah, yeah. Easy was the wrong word. Thorough, maybe thorough was. The-
0: <laughs> yeah, they. It is easy in that they compile it all for you there. So if you know how to understand it and then interpret it, then it it's very helpful.
1: Yeah, robust. Maybe the, I don't know <laughs> all these different words. I'm like I don't know. So, what would you tell? I know I kind of asked this in a different you are you kind of answered this in a different way what uh, what you would tell other people to aspire to, starting, you know, not being afraid of failure, but like a lot of people don't know like the how, even though I asked you the how, like what you would suggest if they were gonna kind of like do a step by step?
0: I mean, Ultimately, to start a business, you simply need to register your business based on the laws where you live and then start talking to people about what it is that you do and offering to help them. That's really how you get started. (laughs) Um, A lot of times we we think we need all kinds of things to make it happen, but as long as you are legally set up to have a business, you have a way to take payment and you know how you're going to help somebody you actually can get started.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that. And what about making a class, like starting a class? Did you take a class and starting? Because I took a class on how to start a class.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually did not take a class on how to start a class. You know, what it was that um, I knew I needed to create a course on was the things that I was really finding a lot of people who needed help, but they weren't yet ready to have it done for them. They had, you know, you have two ways you can invest in your business, either time or money. And so they were people who had the more time um, and they wanted to invest in the time aspect. And so that's when I knew I could get them a result. I knew that I could help them with a pain point that they had um, and, and provide a transformation. And so... That's how I knew what course to create.
1: And how's that going? How's the course going?
0: Great. It's great to see um, those who are enrolled, the success that they're getting, as well as, you know, just seeing the opportunity of how many more people
1: it can help in this next year. So, yeah, I'm one of those like crazy course people that have bought, like, I don't even know how many courses I have a a folder that's like classes because I've gotten so many and I don't take all of them.
0: Yeah, statistically, people don't. They don't always finish the course, And you know for us to get the results that we bought the course for, a lot of times you, you have to not only finish it but then implement it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah. So there are no shortcuts to success, really, no matter what the Internet will tell you.
1: Yeah. That's true. And I do find like if I'm, you know, if I bought a course a while back, but I'm thinking, oh, I really wish I had this information. And then I look through my class list. I'm like, I do have that information. And then I will, you know, go ahead or or I'll get an accountability partner. Yeah. So I just bought another course recently. And my friend, a friend of mine told me to get it because she got it. And so we're going to take it together.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely an, an awesome way to do it. Another really good option is co-working. You can, you know, hop on Zoom with somebody else and you guys can both, you know, turn your microphones off. But just it's kind of like when you go to the gym with a friend and they're on the treadmill next to you, you tend to run a little farther. Um, The same is true when when you're working, you know, side by side on Zoom. Um, You're more likely to keep going on tasks
1: as long as they are. Yeah, I actually I have a Zoom every day for that for writers. So yeah, it's, it's from 10 to two, seven days a week. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a little bit of a workaholic and we all, we all get on at 10 AM and we say what we're going to do. And then we check in twice and say what we've done. And we're all there on the screen working with our mics off. So that's awesome. Yeah, it works. I got the idea from Focusmate. I don't know if you've heard of them. I haven't. They're fantastic and free. Well, I think you can have four, I don't know if you can have four a week or four a month for free and then it's $4 a month. But yeah, you just meet up with other people and it's a 45 minute or 50 minute work on screen with somebody. That's really great. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. So what would you tell your younger self if you could impart a piece of wisdom now to, to yourself when you were younger? What would it be?
0: Yeah. Well, I wish I would have known about the online business space to start sooner. (laughs) Um, Because I absolutely would have, even while I was, you know, in PA school or in college, I I so wish I could have started what I'm doing now. But I think you still started, when did you say 2017? Um, Yeah. So I started my business in 2017. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's still, you know, fairly... It's a good amount of time so far, um, but I still I see so much potential as time goes on that had I started I don't know how far back but <laughs> but like 2012, 2013, I, you know, I, how f-
1: much like further I could be. Right. But I, I don't know if maybe it, we feel that way with with a lot of things though, right? because hindsight, you know yeah. <laughs> oh sure, sure. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, I'm kicking myself because I'm super old. I'm not really super old, but I'm older. And, you know, I remember when YouTube started, you know, or, you know, I started a blog when blogs, right when like the first blogs, when you could do that, you know, Yeah. but I didn't, I wasn't consistent. That's my regret is I wish I had been consistent with things. Sure, sure.
0: Well, we can always, you know, learn as we go, and then take
1: those lessons into the next several years. Yep. Hopefully. So, is there um is there anything else that you want to you want to say? I've exhausted my questions. <laughs> um, no, I've just appreciated
0: your time so much. And if anybody listening to this is looking for marketing help, my YouTube channel does have that,
1: and my YouTube name is FDS Creatives. Okay, yeah, that was my next thing is where can people find you and on Instagram, you are anita Morin p a you didn't change it. that's cute. I didn't no um
0: and I gotta say I'm not a hundred like Instagram is not my favorite because you know you can change your username. Oh yeah, people follow my Facebook business page if they follow anything, but Facebook has changed their algorithm so much that I don't even like send people there anymore because it just <laughs> feels crazy. But I like my the Instagram name is saying the same because I kind of put like half personal and half business over there so people can get to know me a little bit more. Whereas my YouTube channel is all business. My Facebook business page is all business. You know, my website's all business, but they'll get, you know, occasional pictures of, you know, my kiddos and
1: things we're doing over on Instagram. Yeah, that's understandable. All right, well, I will put all the information, like all your links in the show notes so people can find you. And then, so are there any like specific videos that you would point people to? Like, do they start at the beginning? Do they start like, yeah. Um. So if you go on to my YouTube
0: channel um, and you're trying, the number one question I get is people trying to figure out how to get started. Um, so I have a video on my channel on like what your first YouTube video should be. Um, in there, I give you a lot of good tips as to how to be successful on YouTube. That's a great one to check out.
1: Cool. I'm totally going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you. I enjoyed our chat and Well, it was great talking with you. Thank you. You too. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, I'd love it if you'd subscribe. Leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts is also highly appreciated. You can find me and more information about AUA on anunknownadventure.com. I do try to leave extensive show notes here under the podcast, but also on my website. The notes include links to everything that's been talked about today. However, my main goal is to give back to the community, to you. So if you have any questions, please DM me on Instagram at anunknownadventure. And whether you do or don't, following me there would light up my entire week. So remember to keep dreaming big. Because your adventure awaits, and I can't wait to hear about it.